What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio ZSL Podcast. To be honest with you, man, I can't remember. I think I haven't done a podcast in about two weeks. Although you are hearing me, it's because I scheduled these well in advance. Some of you already know that obviously I've reduced my schedule from seven days a week to four because I feel like the podcast isn't so much part of the brand because it has yet to create a community. And I'm focusing on the bigger picture of things and me and figuring out those skills that I need to develop in the next three years. And I know that becoming a coach should becoming someone who can influence and definitely building the foundation and being able to speak and influence and impact more people. That's one of the very big things that I'm aiming for. So here I am doing one of these podcasts. Uh, and again, you obviously heard a podcast previous to this, but the last time I did that in the, in this podcast was probably like a two week period. So again, focusing a lot on my personal development podcast, building myself and then figuring out where I'm going to go from here in terms of everything else. So nonetheless, People, today's lesson is about making conversation. We got four audios, but before we do that, making conversation, it can be very daunting. I was just having literally a conversation about one and a half minutes ago with my student. And she's like, man, I really hate learning online. And I'm like, why? She's like, well, anytime I answer, well, I feel like my English one really sucks because I don't answer. And I said, obviously. And she said, two, if I answer and I make a mistake, I feel like I get it wrong. I feel like, you know, I feel weird. And I'm like, well, the greatest lesson in life is by making mistakes, not intentionally, but by learning and the lessons within them. So, I mean, you know, the, there was one time I said, you know, I was trying to say, I forgot what it was uh, in Spanish, but I said, puta, you know, that means a bitch, you know, and I think a girl got extremely angry at me, you know, and I was very sorry. I was a child back then and I didn't mean to say that, but it just came out the wrong way. I made mistakes speaking Spanish. One time I tried buying bananas here in Thailand and I started asking the lady, I was at looking for bananas. I said, excuse me, Koi, Koi Yunai, Koi, Koi Yunai, where are the bananas? But I said the word wrong. I was meant to say Kruoi, but I hate trying to say that word. And hell, I just thought it sounded all the same, but it didn't. I ended up saying the male reproductive. So I went up to the woman asking her, where is the male reproductive organ? You see? And so by making mistakes, it's the worst thing in the world. So when you're trying to make a conversation, it's up to you to figure out and know exactly and plan your steps in terms of the conversation. Listen, people give us cold shoulders and it's up to you to just hurry up and eliminate that conversation and say, okay, there was, um, as a matter of fact, you guys maybe hadn't heard this before. Mm. Sorry, getting a little sip of my Americano. And, you know, but it's really funny what had happened recently. Um, I go and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hobbyist in terms of saltwater fishing, uh, not fishing for saltwater fish, but literally like having saltwater fish started off with uh, two uh, clownfish. Uh, the female totally just completely annihilated her husband, total bitch face. Um, and then she ended up committing suicide because she was stressed out uh, and because we ended up I ended up accepting a semi-aggressive uh, blue damsel fish and put him in the same tank with that. I call her HB hell bitch because she, she literally ate her husband. She's a, she's, she's an animal. Okay. But she ended up committing suicide on my birthday, May 15th. That's right. She jumped out of the tank and it was because 
Well, we didn't have quarantine boxes at the time. I didn't know what I was doing. And you just learn from trial and error. Never did I ever want to say, I'm not going to do this anymore because of all these things that happened. I learned from it. And that's what you have to learn from in anything you do. So going back to the story at hand, you know, I become an increasing, you know, you, you know, very, very fascinated with fish, both, both fresh and saltwater. And I go to one of the big markets out here in Thailand. And there was one place, making conversation, one place where I went to the first time. These people were very, very nice, very nice. They gave us so many different things. Again, all three of those fish ended up dying. Uh, two died in the tank, a starfish, a, a teardrop butterfly, and then one committed suicide. Again, in the same tank with the blue devil, the blue damsel, which were given up, which I, well, by the time you listen to this, I have already given up. <laughs> but nonetheless, Going back to the second time, we were going to buy another uh, fish, but the service ended up being really bad. Not that bad, but it went from being like a 10 to being like a six and a half. And one of the guys there was just a total dickhead. I went there by myself the third time and tried making conversation by giving a very hello. And the three guys, the guy, even the main man, the, the main guy there, the CEO who gave me his card. And spoke to another person who was asking about black uh, ocelaris clownfish. Totally looked at me as if I was an alien, along with two other of his employees who had seen me before. There's only one brown Wakanda brother that comes into a goddamn shop like that in the middle of Bangkok. Okay. And I mean, I had to get myself out of that room because I realized everyone was just looking at me with blank stares. I was like, you remember me, right? And the guy who gave me his card, who I had messaged him on Facebook, maybe he doesn't know you. Stop it. Regardless if he doesn't know me or not, give me a warm welcome. Oh, uh, do I know you? Oh, 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 you don't speak English anymore all of a sudden. And you don't even speak Thai when I started speaking to you in Thai. Whoa, can't even make a conversation. I said, oh, boom, right there. Light bulb went off. Awkward conversation happening here. Okay, Arsenio, hurry up and use a gambit to get the fuck out of here and to go on Google review and blow his shop up saying he is the worst person in the world. So I said, how much are your blue tangs? And he said, Jet Roy Hasi, Bet Roy Hasi, Gal Roy Hasi, and Pandang Hasi. Basically 25 to 45 or, yeah, 25 to, what is it? $40 or something like that. Uh, a little bit less than $40, 25 to $35. And I said, okay, kept looking around for literally two seconds. Still feeling the blank stares over here to my right. And I said, thanks. I walked out and I said, I will never buy fish or recommend anyone to buy fish from that scumbag ever again. And so sometimes making conversations, you see true colors, especially out here in Thailand, me being a foreigner, even when I speak Thai, uh, it's just a hit or miss. And I miss a hell of a lot more. If I'm with a friend or with my other half, it's a completely different situation. But even with her at different places, some Thai people making conversation with them, they don't want to talk to you. I'm like, she'd even make eye contact with you in three minutes. Why are you still talking to her? And then right after we left, I said, that lady was a total bitch. She was like, no, she was giving me information while not speaking to you, while just giving prices on the bullshit quarrel that she had. Oh, man, conversation, people. It's very very, very difficult to make. It is even daunted to me to this day, living in this country, make a conversation with just about anyone out there in the loot league. And so what I got to hurry up and do, I need to reshare this screen as a matter of fact.
All right, and I hope you guys can actually hear this. I don't know, something, Zoom always goes to shit and I have to restart it, but I didn't want to restart it. So I do hope that you hear these conversations that are coming up right now. We're going to dissect them and then we're going to go from there. So with that being said, hopefully you can hear it from your end and let's dive in. Hi, uh, mind if I join you? Uh, not at all, be my guest. Only if I have to sit through Rule Britannia by the band of the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards once more, I think I'll scream. <laughs> and I thought you Americans were supposed to like all of that traditional British stuff. Yeah, well, you can't have too much of a good thing. <laughs> I thought I'd come out here and enjoy the view. I must say, though, it was an excellent lunch. Mm. A fabulous ship, too. Yes, isn't it? I'm James McRae, by the way, BP Engineering Division. Hello, James. I'm, um... Uh, Helen Keating, ExxonMobil? Yes. How did you... Oh. Have we met somewhere before? We have indeed, but I obviously failed to make much of an impression. Wait a minute. It's not like me to forget a face. <gasps> I know. Riyadh. The Petrochemicals Conference. I thought I recognized you. As a matter of fact, we had dinner together. You're kidding! Now, I think I would have remembered that. Well, there were rather a lot of us in the group. At least 40. I don't think we actually spoke. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay, yes, it's all coming back to me now. I seem to remember spending most of the evening trying to avoid some annoying little guy called Alan. Alan Sullivan, my boss. Oops. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... No problem. He's not my favorite person either. Anyway, Helen, looks like we've got the best part of the Royal Yacht to ourselves this afternoon. How about another drink? Okay, why not? Ooh, that was scary. Okay, that was a little scary. At the very end, she ended up saying, oh man, these are very difficult. You got to tread carefully and you got to make sure you don't offend anyone. You got to make sure you stay away from negative language. Like at the very beginning, you know, she said something very funny. If I have to sit through one of those things one more time and... You know, luckily, he can relate and said, oh, I thought you Americans really like that British things. Me? Fuck no. No offense. I know I got folks in England that listen to me, I believe. But oh, my God, if I got to if I got to read another English literature or another but here, another goddamn thing about Shakespeare, I will throw myself off a, a, a box. Uh, a one foot box. There we go. Okay. No pun intended. So nonetheless, uh, she goes out, she starts using positive language. The view. Excellent lunch. And then next thing you know, she he ends up introducing himself and she's like, have we met? And he said, da 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 ExxonMobil. Suck ass company, by the way. So to hell with you. Uh, but nonetheless, she ended up saying, uh, have we met before? And then he started ringing a bell, 40 of them having a dinner in Riyadh. Uh, it's kind of weird because he was throwing gambits out there. Like, yeah, we had dinner together. And boy, I was like, uh-oh, hold on. It's, two people <laughs> that would have been awkward uh but nonetheless it was 40 people and then she's like yeah i was trying to avoid some annoying little guy named alan there you gotta stay away from negative language you know and then because guess what if he liked his boss and stuff like that guess what that would have been the end of the conversation gotta be careful and then he said something very interesting well, I guess we got this part of the yacht all by ourselves. Care for another drink? Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, well, uh -huh. okay. Hey, when things are clicking, go on and do it. Okay. But this guy, I wouldn't say it was a big gambit because obviously they're probably into <clears throat> chemicals, oil, that type of stuff. So 
nonetheless, it probably, there's no pun intended behind it. But again, considering that we are living in an age where everyone is so easily offended, especially America, especially women out there, not the people who have immigrated to America. I'm talking about like real, you know, the, like uh, na Native American, not Native Americans, but people who were born in America. Um, you know, if a man ever approaches a woman and says, hey, excuse me, care for a drink? She would probably call you a stalker and call the police on you. I mean, I mean you just got to be careful. But in business situations, things may go well, just as this one did. So let's listen to another one. So, Mr. Ishida, let me freshen your glass. Oh, thank you. I'm fine. Uh, some more strawberries then, perhaps? Uh, not at the moment, thank you. I am sorry about this weather. <laughs> Typical English summer, I'm afraid. The forecast did say we might have showers, but I'm sure it'll blow over in half an hour or so. So, how are you enjoying the match? Ah, very entertaining, I'm sure. Good, splendid. So, tell me, have you been to one of these big tournaments before? The American Open, perhaps? Ah, uh, no, I haven't. Ah, but I hear you're quite a tennis fan, though. Eh, uh, not really. In fact, I never watch tennis normally. Oh, I see. My marketing people must have made a mistake. Maybe they meant table tennis. I used to play for my university in Tokyo many years ago. Table tennis? Ah, yes. I understand the Japanese are world table tennis champions, isn't that right? As a matter of fact, that's the Chinese. Ah, yes, of course. Come um, on now. So, do you still play? Not anymore. Much too old for running around now. Oh, I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> I assure you it is true, Mr. Thompson. Bad heart, you see. Doctor's orders. Oh, right. Sorry. Um, I see the Nikai's looking strong. That must be good news for you. <laughs> not especially. It makes our exports more expensive. The world economy is still really unpredictable, don't you think? It may seem that way for now, but I'm still hoping for some stability in the markets. Ah, well, I suppose... Uh... Oh, look, the rain stopped. Yes, the players are coming back on. Excellent. So, shall we return to our seats? Quiet, please. Nadal to serve. Nadal leads by three games to two and by two sets to love. Oh, boy. Okay, this guy struck out like crazy. First and foremost... I don't feel like he really wanted to speak. And so I don't know, obviously, remember we talked about corporate entertainment and stuff like that. I would just say, okay, I'm done with it. Or ask them, okay, there are fluctuations happening. Like, what do you see happening in the next year given the fact of so many things that are being affected in regards to inflation in America, this, that? Have him talk about his niche market and just stop asking questions Little after little. that It just seemed like he was talking a lot. Can I have your glass? Do you want this? Do you want that? And there were just short answers one after another. Okay. And so, again, obviously, he's there for a corporate uh, entertainment event, and he doesn't even want to be there. But he talks about table tennis. And I'm like, dude, you know that the Chinese, and you probably don't know, but come on, you watch the Olympics at some point. You know that the Chinese and the Taiwanese are the table tennis champions. Big shout out to badminton, too. Taiwan, that was a wonderful gold medal match against, I forgot who it was in China, but the celebration after, man, you should have saw, I was sweating during that Olympic match last year. I was like, you go, Oni, you kick the ass. And when you won, I started screaming, my girlfriend smacked me. Anyway, so in saying that, oh my God. And this guy was like, oh, you know, I'm much too old to play. 
He's like, I'm sure that's not true. Dude, looking at his age or looking at him, you know, I, I don't know how old he may have looked, but he said, it is true, Mr. Thompson. Then when he called him by his last name, I said, bro, you're striking out in so many ways. You just got to, you know, shut it up, you know? And then anyways, you know, he ended up saying not especially, not at all, not this, not that. I'm like, oh, Lord. Lord, Lord. And when you start having that, it's when it's when people are just like making corrections, right? Like not very, not really, not especially, not exactly, not yet, not anymore, not at the moment, not as far as I know. All these different things. And if there's a little bit of a correction, as a matter of fact, I do, you know, oh man, this guy was just striking out. Oh, I feel sorry for him. But anyways, I guess you just got to keep it. You got to keep it moving. All right. That's what my mom would always say. So we're going to go into some more conversations. Do more. Alistair, we've been here nearly three hours. <laughs> Can't we just make our excuses and go? You know how I hate these things. Look, Fiona, I'm not enjoying myself any more than you are, but this is business. Besides, I need to speak to Julian about this internet advertising idea of his. Oh, all right. Where is Julian anyway? We haven't seen him all evening. Hello. You must be Julian's guests. I don't think we've met. I'm Dan Wilson, creative director at JJK Advertising. I work with Julian. Ah, pleased to meet you, Mr. Wilson. Uh, no, we've not met. Julian's mentioned your name, of course. Alistair Hamilton. And this is my wife, Fiona. Oh, pleasure to meet you both at last. And please, call me Dan. We were just wondering what this pile of dirty laundry was doing in the middle of an art gallery. Fiona? So you're not a fan of contemporary art then, Fiona? You don't mind me calling you Fiona, do you? Actually, this uh, well, dirty laundry, as you call it, came second in this year's Turner Prize, believe it or not. Doesn't surprise me in the least, but uh, still just looks like dirty laundry to me, I'm afraid. Well, yes, but I don't think that's what the artist would call it. What does he call it, then? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll check the catalogue for you. Here we are... Uh, exhibit 12. Ah, dirty laundry. <sighs> what did I tell you? Yes, quite. Um, Alistair, I wonder if we could have a word. Julian tells me you're not very happy with the new internet campaign. Uh, yes, would you excuse us a moment, Fiona? Dan and I need to talk. Oh, don't mind me. There's a heap of broken glass in the room next door I'm just dying to see. Uh, right. Well, I'll uh, catch you later then. Now... Done. You see, that, I know I know all of you have been in a situation where someone is just so negative. First of all, you could be offending a lot of people. And I thought she would at least scale back and say, oh, oh, oh I am so sorry about that. Or just like to change her tone, but she stood on it. And that's good for her because it goes to show you that she's a total prick, right? And then she says, oh, there's another room over here. And just shut the hell up and get out of your feelings. You're making this guy look bad. And to be honest with you, that little conversation he's going to have with that guy is going to go absolutely south, just based on the energy that's already out there in the air. Stay away from negative folks. And if you're just going to be a goddamn, what, what do we call them? A Debbie Downey? Uh, a, a whiny patty? I forgot what it is, but just a grumpy old, no pun intended, but B word. Okay, just stay your sorry ass home. My goodness gracious. All right, last conversation. Ricardo, 
glad you could make it. Hello, Tom. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. It's not every day I get invited to something like this. I hear Weber's out, so it should be a good race. Yes, it certainly evens things up a bit with Red Bull down to one car. Talking of races, how's the South African bid going? I heard it was just between you and Swedish Steel now. Hmm, yes, uh, the negotiations are still going on, but we're hopeful. I don't think the Swedes can beat us on price. Well, let me know how it goes. We'd be happy to organize the transportation if you need it. We'd do you a good deal. Sure. I'll certainly keep you in mind if we win the contract. Great. Ricardo, there's someone I'd like you to meet. Oh, really? Yes. But first, let me get you something to drink. Can't have you standing there with an empty glass. <laughs> what can I get you? Uh, just uh, mineral water for now, thanks. Oh, all right. Here you go. Thanks. So, who's this person you wanted me to meet? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, here she is now. Elise, this is Ricardo Piquet. Ricardo, Elise de Cadenet. Elise is... Hello, Ricardo. Long time no see. What is it, uh, five years? Hello, Elise. Must be five at least. You haven't changed a beat. <laughs> Neither have you. Ah, I see you two know each other already. Ricardo and I go back a long way, Tom. Uh, yes, actually, we first met in Monaco at the Grand Prix, funnily enough. So, Elise, last I heard, you got married. That's right. <laughs> in fact, we only just got back from our honeymoon last month. But now it's back to work. It's been really hectic setting up this new business in Biarritz. Uh, well... I'll leave you two to chat. See you later. Don't forget, the race starts at three. Uh, yes, see you later, Tom. So, Elise, how about something to drink? Mm, sounds good. I'll have whatever you're having. Interesting. Okay, so he took a mineral water for now, and then when he met one of his friends who he hadn't seen in a very long time or spoken to in a long time, he ends up offering a drink. I guess they're going to get down to business. But being at a racing event, oh, my goodness gracious. That is just so time-wasting. Me, I'm just that type of person. I'm like, you know, if you want to meet or go somewhere, let's go to a nice piano bar or, or, or go have some dinner or something like that. You know, I had a student back then, uh, probably about a couple of years ago. Last time I saw him was probably maybe early this year or last year. And he is a medical guy where he has to go to different hospitals to deal with a lot of doctors. Well, his company, you know, gives him the company credit card. And anytime he goes to, let's say, a dinner to try to sell a client, he's got to fork out a lot of cash. And what ended up happening, they had a meeting and they said, listen, uh, yeah, we can't do that anymore. Uh, people are paying too much for these lunches. Because, and, you know, he said, well, it's because, you know, the doctors are bringing along their wives and they're ordering a whole bunch of food. And I'm like... Oh, I guess that's one way to entertain. But to be honest with you, if you want, if you if you make me go to a Super Bowl or a Final Four or a Premier League match or a UEFA Champions League final or a World Cup to talk business, I'm going to be highly offended. But I guess in some cultures, it is worth it. So with that being said, it is good to be back, people. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And again, 
I'm going to put a lot of grammar stuff on my early access badge. So if you're interested, follow me on our Arsenio CSL podcast page. And I will be seeing you uh, very, very soon with that. So with that being said, stay tuned for more over and out.